Smoking, drinking, interrupting. Magic Matt Allen. This is Outlaw Radio. October is National CB Month, so we welcome the old rubber ducky, his own self, C.W. McCall, to the Lighten Up Loud. And perhaps a visit from movie star Blade Runner's own John Young on Outlaw Radio. Okay. All right. Here it is. There we go. Yeah, breaker okay. one line in this here. The rubber duck. Uh, you got a copy on me, Big Ben. Come on. Uh, yeah, 10 more, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's please clear to Blacktown. Come on. Yeah, it's a big 10 four there, Big Ben. Yeah, we've definitely got a front door. Good buddy. Mercy sakes alive. Looks like we got us a convoy. Ah, yeah. Sending shivers through my body. Talk about a taco. This guy could talk up. Born in Audubon, Iowa, November 15th, 1928. About to celebrate his 86th birthday in November. William Dale Fries Jr., a.k.a. C.W. McCall on Outlaw Radio. Welcome, my good sir. Well, that's a big 10 for it, I guess. <laughs> uh, how- what do you say? I don't, I don't know how to talk that jargon anymore. <laughs> no, I, I tell you what, you've been talking it for so many years, I'm, I'm sure it's just second nature for you. <laughs> well, okay, good buddy. <laughs> let's, let's have at it. You got the front door. So, that's right. It's an esteemed honor to have the front door today. I just got to ask uh, C.W. McCall, what's your 1036? Uh, the TikTok there. <laughs> What? Okay, now listen. He doesn't even know. Now, hold on. No, C.W. McCall knows all. Uh, how did, okay, William Dale Fries Jr., how'd you come up with the name C.W. McCall? Well, by the way, it's Freeze, not Fries. Oh, it's Freeze. My my apologies. Well, that's okay. Everybody does it. You know, it looks like that. It looks like, a you know, a side of fries. Yeah. I, I, but anyway, that's all right. It hurts me to be like everybody else, but C.W. McCall? <laughs> oh, no, you're not. Uh, my goodness. How, what's your 20, anyway? <laughs> what what's is? our 20? That means where you at. That would be... I, I know, Mark. You don't know 20. Yes, I do. I'm, we're, we're, in the, we're in the hills in the, the San Fernando Valley of California. Southern Cal. Uh, oh, beautiful, beautiful. I'm up here about 8,000 feet up in the San Juan Mountains in southwestern Colorado. Now you're talking wow. living, man. That's that's where God lives. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I haven't seen him lately, though. <laughs> I ho- hey, listen, I hope you don't see him for a long time. Well, thank you, sir, very much. So appreciate that. Yeah, it's frightened my life, you know, and I can't believe I'm, that I'm talking to somebody from Hollywood here. Yeah, it's pretty scary isn't it? It's pretty frightening. At this point, you know. So up there in the, uh, C.W. McCall, up there in the hills, do you have any weather your way? I mean, what sort of temperature are you experiencing right now? It just snowed for the first time uh, on uh, our, when we look out the window, we're looking at a big mountain called the Amphitheater, and there's fresh snow on there for the first time. All the mountains are white capped here now. And uh, we're just getting ready for winter. We got all our firewood gone here, and uh, we're loaded up and trucking. Why is there not a friggin' reality show about C.W. McCall? Well, there may be after all this publicity over the last couple of days for the great C.W. Okay, this is this is no place for man or woman. <laughs> it's not real. This is October. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Hey, and speaking of uh, woman, uh, Sean Young is with us. Sean is a movie star, which you may have uh, caught her in Blade Runner or No Way Out right. with Stripes. Uh, all the 
Goodfellow movies. And, oh, I remember those movies. Yeah, <laughs> and you have something in common. You, uh, well, you were. Uh, tethered to a movie called Convoy with Chris Christopherson, yeah. and uh, Sean Young worked with Chris Christopherson and knows him. Really? All hey, right. you're good, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, let me ask you this, since Sean Young uh, <laughs> mentioned it. Is, is it a the wrong thing to say now because of political correctness to say good buddy? Is that like a gay thing? You know, that was, uh, that's a good question. You know, I... Uh, good buddy became uh, sort of off color, <laughs> you might say. That's hot, man. Yeah. Do they say that in West oh, Hollywood? Hey there, funny fella. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sean, you, you know you know I love you to death. Don't call C.W. McCall funny fella. No. Uh, I, will, I will not use good buddy on you today. No, but I'll tell you what. You can call him Rubber Duck because that that's his that's his handle. He is, I'm right rubber, okay. he is the rubber right, duck. Rubber duck. So how? Right. So once again, how'd you come up with the name C. W. McCall from William Dale oh, Freeze? No, I, I was in the advertising business. You know me, remember that? Yeah, don't you? of course. Uh, for about twenty years there, and I, uh, and along about 1973, uh, we had a client uh, from the little bakery up in Sioux City, Iowa, called the Mets Baking Company, and they wanted a name recognition campaign. And they sell some bread, by the way, so their, their product was old home bread. So I created a little soap opera in 60-second commercials, and uh, I had a trucker, and I need, had a name, name in the trucker, so I named him C.W. because we could throw his initials on his shirt that way. Stands for country western, I guess. And then uh, McCall, I was sitting there looking at my dark drawing board, and I saw this... McCall's Magazine, so C.W. McCall, that sounds like a good name, and then we need a waitress at the truck stop, and uh, where he goes to deliver bread, and her name, we gave her, I gave her name Mavis, Davis, <laughs> and uh, that from a name that I recall from my childhood, a little place called the White Spot Cafe down on U.S. Highway 71, right, right through my hometown, Audubon, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, the characters all lined up, so we had a kind of a uh, romance going, and I created this place called the Old Home Filler Up and Keep On Trucking Cafe, where C.W. McCall and Mavis would meet and for, uh, hopefully form a little romance. That's how it got started. See, this this ain't just another uh, pretty uh, CB uh, using face. This guy is an advertising guy. So, do you watch Mad Men? It, it, does does that sort of resonate with you, the TV show Mad that Men? That rings a bell. Absolutely. It's all about the advertising business. And you, and you were one of those guys. When you were in the advertising game, were you guys smoking cigarettes and having cocktails uh, during the workday? Oh, gosh. I, you know, I just quit. I started smoking cigarettes uh, when I was 20. That's how long ago is that, you know? <laughs> uh, and I, and I, just a year ago, uh, I had an open heart surgery, and because uh, I'd smoke about a pack and a half a day for sixty years, and uh, but you know, yeah, with back in those days, smoking your cigarette, there's ashtrays everywhere. I miss those days. I miss that. <laughs> I but I love the, I love that old concept of having a cocktail while you're. Oh yeah, martinis. I still have. I still have an advertising martini. Uh, at four o'clock every day. Isn't this beautiful? It's it's cocktail hour. Some may say cocktail hour is five o'clock. I do, but it's always five o'clock here at the Lighten Up Lounge, from which this show originates. Well, we got Mountain Standard Time here. See? <laughs> yes. 
Hey, what? Okay, and and by the way, Mr. C.W. McCall on 10-4 day, when it comes to a martini and see a lot of the youngsters, and that's anyone under 50, they don't understand that a martini is not vodka, correct? Absolutely. Oh, that's terrible. You know, that's, that's, that's a waste of what good is gin. It? What is That's gin, John Young. See, she's under 50. <laughs> the original martini. That's, it's, that is the martini. Now, do you use an olive in yours, or do you ever do a Gibson? Do you ever yeah, have a... I, no, I never do, did a Gibson. I know what they are, but I, uh, I like uh, jalapeno-stuffed olives oh, in me my too. martini yeah, these days. That's good stuff. You should try a tamalive. It's a tamalive. It's a pickled green tomato. Ooh. And it, I think you'd like it. It's a, and it, they're tiny, and they're made for a martini, and they're presented by a Kettle One. I'll get Kettle One to send you a box. Or, you know, better yet, and I'm getting ahead of myself here, I want to visit you, C.W. McCall, because your your ranch sounds beautiful. Would, would, you, would you turn me down over the next couple of years if we could just visit? Oh, heavens no. You know, I, we don't get many visitors here anymore. All of our friends are over 85. <laughs> well, you'll, you'll have one a little younger. Not much younger, Good. but a little younger. My brother, Mart, who is on uh, Outlaw Marty. Radio Regular, he uh, he's sort of enamored with you, and so am I. Well, let me tell you, CW, if I can call you CW, what I call yeah. you? Okay. Um, I grew up with you, man, and, and honestly, I bought that record on vinyl, of course, and I studied that record from front to back. I wanted to be a trucker so bad after that, and I remember the song, Dad, I Gotta Go. Dad, I Gotta Go. So I let the convoy to take my boy to the nearest Texaco. <laughs> you remember that, Diddy? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. No, I grew up with yeah. this guy. I love that stuff. Hey, this is I hear that from a lot of young folks these days, which blows me away. I can't believe, you know, I'm hearing from people uh, in their teens and 20s, and, uh, and they're just rediscovering all this stuff from their dad's old LPs. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And uh, uh, it's amazing. Ed. This has been 40 years now, and it's still going strong. So I don't wait. mind it, you know. They still pay me. C.W. McCall. Well, oh, yeah, that's what I want to ask you. So do, do you still you still receive mailbox money? Oh, <laughs> you bet. Yeah, awesome, man. Which came f- Okay, C.W. McCall, which came first, the CB craze, or did you begin the CB craze with your song Convoy? Well, that's another good question. I Suddenly, uh, Convoy became uh, the number one song on the pop and country, both everything, you know. It was everywhere in the universe, it was number one on the first day of January, uh, 1976. Well, if you do that, you get a lot of attention out there. And so uh, what happened was they, it was a huge selling record. Uh, it sold like uh, two million copies in about a week. Yeah. In a week. And uh, it was all over the country, and everybody wanted to talk like the people in the song. Yeah, right. And so they all began buying CB records. And well, I had record companies, I mean, uh, CB radio manufacturers come to me and say, would you do commercials for us? And sure, why not? You know, so uh, <laughs> special edition CB radios. and It was a big, uh, it just started that. I remember that Midland one. Yeah. I mean, you were, you were all over the place, man. I mean, a superstar. How, son of a gun. How does it feel to have a number one hit when, when you're, okay, Wikipedia. Wikipedia, they they name you as a singer. Are are you a singer? Oh heavens no! I I don't do very good singing. What I did was, 
You might say it was, I don't want to call it rap. I, I, I got my idea from this from Woody Guthrie back in the 30s, which I used to listen to as a kid. And he did this style of uh, music called walkin' talkin' blues and uh, dust bowl ballads and all that kind of thing, where he'd speak the lyrics, you know, and and then he'd ad-lib a lot of things after a four-bar intro. And so that's where rap came from. Yeah, that's what it was. Sorry, but I I don't like that name. I don't like I don't, rap. I'm with you. I don't, I don't either. I don't blame you. Yeah, man. Hey, did you? Okay, so you have a number one song. You have all this money pouring in. Did you buy a new truck? Uh, no, you tell, I uh, God, I've had so many cars. <laughs> that Jeep Corporation gave me uh, a lot of Jeeps over the years. And, uh, Sweet. And uh, no, I don't have. A, I don't get a new car every year now. Um, as far as I go, it was about a little town about nine miles south of here called Ridgeway, Colorado, where the old Rio Grande Southern Railroad had its terminal back in the 50s. Uh, I'm all into uh, the history of this area here. So, How far away from you are, are you from uh, Grand Junction? About a hundred miles. Okay. And, no, the crow no, flies. and the crow gets there late. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So you did. So you you've had many vehicles uh, bestowed upon you. So you, oh, didn't yeah. have, you didn't have to buy one. This is, you know, and you're not a one hit wonder. You've had many hits. I mean, we know you. Wolf Creek Pass and Black Bear Road and a whole lot, string of others. You know, we wrote about. About uh, 60 songs, roughly, uh, Chip and I, Chip Davis, and he, he did all the music. Uh, remember Chip Davis? He did Mannheim Steamroller. Of course, of course. Okay, so we, we're partners, and we still are to this day, even though we're not doing much anymore. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's that's the way that goes. Did you, did you ever run into Johnny Cash throughout your... Uh... Oh, yes, Johnny Cash. I uh, met at the Grand Ole Opry. Where I did Wolf Creek Pass uh, live in front of us, <laughs> and he was there. My manager then, uh, Don Sears, and partner, and I, I went out and did the did Wolf Creek Pass. I did the first verse twice, and he just floored everybody, but nobody knew the difference. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. I've had a terrible problem over the years of forgetting my words that I actually wrote. <laughs> hey, hey! I watched uh, uh, today on YouTube your Merv Griffin appearance. Oh, Merv Griffin! Yeah. Look at look at that. Look at that guy. I bet you were a chick magnet. Were you married at the time that you had that yeah, hit? They were after me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were after him. Hell yeah. They were kind of after me, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But but back to the question. Were, were you a married man at the time? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Well, that... <laughs> but, I, you know, I resisted. No, you, know, you... <laughs> you did. <laughs> I did. I resisted. I mean, they had to be throwing them. I have been them. married now for 62 years. Holy my wife. Uh, this is my 62nd, well, wow. Valentine's Day, next Valentine's Day in, uh, yeah, 62, right. By the way, you're not you're not simply talking to a song with uh, with hit records. I mean, a, a man with hit records. You're not talking to an icon. You're talking to a man who was elected mayor of the town of. Uh, how do you pronounce that in Colorado? Uray. Uh, Uray, Colorado. Named after the great Indian chief Uray, uh, uh, who was uh, chief of the Ute Nation uh, over in, uh, in the Mountain Utes in uh, Utah, Colorado, Western Colorado. And they love this guy so much that he served for six years. 
Yeah, I, you know, I, as an advertising man, I was asked by a friend here to run for mayor uh, because I was it suddenly had become somebody else besides Bill Freeze, and you know, and I, I they all called me CW, which I had to get used to, and. So I said, well, what can I do? And he says, well, I, maybe I thought about it. And we had a great city hall here that was destroyed in 1950. It was a gift from Thomas Walsh, the famous Camp Bird mine owner, whose wife uh, had the Hope Diamond and was a high society in Washington, D.C. back in the turn of the century, 1900. So I got it together with all my friends in the media, and we put out the word, and we had a fundraiser going on, and we restored that sucker way back in. Wait, to the way it looked, it was a little mini Independence Hall style. Oh, nice. Yeah, the folks loved it, and I got reelected <laughs> three times. <laughs> well, you must have done a, a damn good job for these folks. Oh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what? Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. For you know, a small town uh, mayor has got to deal with uh, dogs and cats and and uh, <laughs> and arguments and uh, the police force and all that stuff. A little picky yoon stuff, but I got through it all right. C. W. McCall, um, the fifty-five mile per hour speed limit mandated by President Carter pissed off a lot of truckers. Now, it was was that sort of where convoy came from yeah uh, that's really that's right uh, we were in the process of doing this our our second album called black bear road and i was dealing with all kinds of road road songs black bear road is an old jeep road up here in colorado it's a hair raising place and a lot of switchbacks and everything dangerous place and so i wrote that song about black bear road and i had to write nine others i love that song by the way Oh, yeah. I love yeah, that song. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, sir. True story. I really love that song. Well, we shoveled it out and ate our lunch. Dog made a yellow hole in the snow, and Roy Jean got out his instamatic and took a snapshot of it. True story. But anyway, uh, I was always interested in highways and, and roads and trails and all that kind of stuff. So we listened to hear about the news that's uh, going on on the highway in the 55-mile-an-hour limit. And... Uh, and the, the truckers were all upset, and they were forming convoys to beat the thing. Mm -hmm. And they were talking to each other on this thing called Citizens Band Radio, which was CB. And and I uh, said, let's you know, I I can let's do a thing about that. Let's do a production number. <laughs> so Chip says okay, and I said, this has got to sound like very military. I want a snare drum in the beginning. Yes, the yeah. marching drum. Of course, man. it works. Yeah, I want a snare drum and their military sound to everything, and uh, I want some. Really, I want some brass in there, and and uh, we want to get the puffies. That's our backup singers in oh, there. The backup singers, the ladies were fantastic. Yeah, chorus, man. <laughs> Come on and join our convoy. And so we did this production number, and I said, well, okay, we'll put it on the album. And this, we put the album out, and we were uh, promoting Black Bear Road, the single. But the DJs around the country got this thing, and they played Convoy on the B-side. <laughs> and as soon as they played this song, their switchboard lit up with people wanting to hear it again. Aha! Uh -huh. It was and all across the country. This is great. We were on a trip to L.A. for a show, a TV show, and we were driving across this country, and we we had our radios on and the cars, and um, and uh, we 
punch in the radio, and within five seconds or 20 seconds, or you know, you'd hear convoy, no matter where you were. You bet, yeah. How did that make you feel? No, no, but it, but it starts off as a B-side. Yeah, and how, how cool was that to hear your song on the radio? I said, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, right that's cool. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that, guy, that's that, guy, good. that guy's got some some damn talent there. <laughs> man, oh, do I love that. So, okay, so President Carter, he mandates yeah. he ma- mandates 55 mile per hour speed limit. You do that, Among other mistakes. Yeah, of course. You know, and so, okay, so now you, you, you put out Convoy. You got a number one hit with that. Now, it was, was it after that that yeah. Jimmy Carter Carter tried to buy it back by by recognizing October fourth as National CB Day. Was it after that? No. Uh, the only thing I remember about president uh, presidents was not Jimmy. It was Ford, uh, who we sent a, a CB radio to him, mm. and uh, he and his wife, and uh, they accepted it and they uh, enjoyed it and. Went, well, we got a little publicity out of that. Do they have to get a license for that CB radio? Yeah, well, no, no, no. Hold on a second. Frank Hagen, who has been uh, quietly in the background here, he is a member of Outlaw Radio, has a question for you, C.W. McCall. All right. All right. Betty Ford's handle was First Mama. Betty Ford, that's right. All right. When she started accessing the CB radio in the presidential limousine, Everybody got up in arms because they had not been able to get their licenses from the FCC, and Betty Ford got one in a day. <laughs> well, he's the president. Yeah. But the, it, it, so there's a bit of a debate here, C.W. McCall, between my brother and Frank. My brother says you never needed a license we never had to license. operate a, a operate CB radio. CB. Now, Frank, truck. hold on, Mart. And Frank says that you needed a license to operate a CB radio. Okay. Yeah, you do. It's supposed to, but I really think nobody paid much attention to that. Right. But, <laughs> but you were supposed to have a license. Yeah, you were supposed to. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. But, but, okay, Frank. I had one. I remembered my license. Well, then you're a big dummy. <laughs> no, I lived in Washington, D.C. You could not use Citizens Band's radio okay. anywhere inside the city of Washington unless you had a properly and duly licensed. Well, there you, yeah, but you're in D.C. See? Yeah. So the, yeah. Yeah, you're under the microscope. On hey, that CW, one. Did, oh, did you ever. The country, everybody was doing it without a license, you know. Oh, yeah. They. CW, did you ever did you ever work with Jerry Reed? Yes, Jerry Reed and I did a concert together up in uh, Montana, Billings, Beauty. Montana. Beauty! What a great, fantastic guitar player that guy was. Oh right? yeah, he's he's gone now, but uh, yeah, he was great. I, How know. about CW McCall? Hey, Miss Moses was a Cajun. Live by himself in a swamp, hunted alligator for living. Just knock him in the head with a stump. Well, wonder where the Louisiana law went to. Show get uh, lost in Louisiana by you. Come on, James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot, of, a lot of fun in those days. Yeah, uh, and, God, uh, I love you that guy. Johnny Cash, uh, Johnny Cash. After that, was on the Grand Ole Opry thing. Uh, I heard Johnny was a nice, nice dude, man. Very, very nice. And my, he, he just uh, won my wife's heart. She was sitting in the green room, and he came in and and uh, PR'd everybody, you know, and shook hands and with the ladies and uh, waiting in there and. And she was just so impressed with him. And we are so impressed with the great C.W. McCall. Forward with O.C.W. Next on Outlaw Radio. Yeah, Breaker 1-9, this here is the rubber duck. Uh, you got a copy on me, Big Ben. Come on, or good buddy, Mercy's.
Outlaw Radio. 